Welcome to the Intuitive Hour with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is the Intuitive Hour. Awaken your inner voice. And I'm your host, Michelle Beltran. All right. I am super happy you are all with me today. I've been giving lots of thought and preparation has gone into today's episode for a number of weeks. It's a very near and dear topic to me. I enjoyed creating this episode and it was inspired uh, by a listener of the Intuitive Hour. And the topic is all about precognitive dreaming and the dream that tells the future. And how do you know that you're having one? All right, so let's go ahead and just dive right in here today. First of all, we want to talk about what exactly a precognitive dream is. Now, we touched on a little bit of precognitive dreaming in our previous series about dreams and how to interpret them. We talked about dreams about chasing or being chased, teeth falling out dreams, flying dreams, all of which have meaning. During that segment, we also talked about the fact that dreams are very powerful and give us insightful information, and actually it's really nothing new uh, to the um, uh, to the intuitive world and the metaphysical. Many, many well-known iconic leaders, Abraham Lincoln, inventors of the day, have all had dreams that inspired inventions or books. And we'll go into that further in a moment. But in any event, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what exactly a precognitive dream is. By and large, when we dream, we're actually in a very passive experience. And even though sometimes it doesn't feel that way, uh, and in this space, we project our thoughts and our ideas and our emotions into what we could call a movie or movie screen of sorts. At some juncture in this process, amidst this often abstract and creative experience, there comes an occasional dream that seems precognitive in nature, meaning it's foretelling of what's ahead. This becomes apparent to you as the dreamer, of course, when that dream ultimately actualizes. And it's here when the dream is met with a very powerful awareness that what was once dreamed is actually now real and happening. So in a precognitive dream, you're receiving information, facts, and details about an event, a person um, that you may see that actually then comes true in the future. It's quite similar to sensations associated with deja vu. Many of us have experienced that, so it's quite similar. If you've had this kind of experience, then you know what a precognitive dream can feel like. And that's really important to be aware of. 
So these very powerful dreams, these precognitive dreams, they are not, they are not incubated. They simply happen. Okay, uh, moving forward here, uh, as I mentioned a moment ago, historically we've got a number of iconic figures who have had some wonderful revelations in their dreams. The father of quantum mechanics, Niels Bohr, often spoke of the inspirational dream that led to his discovery of the structure of the atom. Uh, Elias Howe invented the sewing machine based on a dream that helped him understand the mechanical penetration of the needle. And as many of us know, Albert Einstein is, uh, or may not know, <laughs> Albert Einstein is famous for his genius insights in the nature of the universe. And as it turns out, Einstein reached extraordinary scientific achievement through the discovering of the principle of relativ uh, relativity after having a vivid dream. So essentially our world is uh, fairly inundated with impressive examples of precognitive dreams and how they have impact human evolution and existence. And I bring this up just to make the point that really precognition is nothing new to the world. Accessing our dreams is nothing new. It's really a matter of uh, having intention and staying with our dreams and pulling back the layers and dissecting the meaning that they have for us. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the types of precognitive dreams. Um, first of all, we have symbolic precognitive dreams. In this dream, symbolism presents the precognitive information. So, for example, you dream about someone and then you see them the next day as a simple example. You very often will uh, receive that information through symbolism. You may not see them in your dream. You may have a symbol that represents them and who they are to you. Perhaps they gave you an import. This person gave you a very, very important gift, uh, a rose necklace, and uh, you dreamt of that necklace. And so that symbol represented them, and then you see them the next day or soon after. So now uh, symbolism presents in this precognitive dream, uh, but this is not realized, of course, until the actual event in waking life. And uh, this dream can be difficult to recognize. Um, however, symbols in this dream um, uh, match the future event when it actually does actualize. At times, the symbol can be a little exaggerated, so keep that in mind as well. Literal precognitive dreams. Uh, this is a first-person perspective precognitive dream. So this is you in the in the driver's seat here, first person, uh, and it's often in uh, a very very literal detail. Uh, here in this dream, you sense, think, and often feel aspects of the dream can actually come forward in the future. So you have a sense in the dream that this is precognitive. Uh, and you might feel a sense of deja vu in this dream as well. All right, third person precognitive dream. This is you as an observer from that third person perspective, watching what's happening and unraveling before you in the dream. Uh, this precognitive dream can present in symbolic and literal form as well. 
And you want to note, notice in this dream that the information that you are observing uh, or that one is observing in this kind of dream does not mean it will ultimately occur for a first-person point of view going forward. Okay, the lucid precognitive dream. This is a dream while you're awake. Yes, we do this. <laughs> it's uh, essentially this is uh, the person awake realizing they're dreaming. It's that that space that we know before we fall into that dream. Sometimes this can happen in meditation. This is a very common place for precognitive dreams to emerge, and uh, even a in this dream a more uh, pronounced sense of deja vu can present. Also, there are actually two types of lucid dreams. An active lucid precognitive dream where you as the dreamer actively tries to engage in the precognitive dream. And also an ambient, what we call an ambient lucid dream where you as the dreamer passively observes the dream remaining within the usual flow of the dream. Okay, uh, now then, how to identify the precognitive dream? This was, uh, to be quite honest here, this was the really fun part of this uh, episode creation, and I think you're going to find this really helpful. So first of all, we have visual symbols. Precognitive dreams present a visual symbol, quite often, as we've already talked about, letting you know that, uh, in this case, though, that time is of the essence. So, for example, what I mean by that, preceding a prophetic dream, you might see a clock either facing forward or moving in a forward direction, or hands of the clock facing forward or moving wildly forward, something in that fashion telling you time is of an essence, a visual symbol giving you that. When you receive this, this is letting you know to pay attention, as this is to probably present again in the future in real life. This is a, a symbol for a prophetic, I'm sorry, a precognitive dream. Um, uh, possibly happening. The clock face becomes a symbol of a of this probable uh, precognitive dream. Um, but you you also might see a calendar, an hourglass, an image of the moon passing. There are lots of different ways that time can present symbolically for us. Be very mindful that you may receive a symbol unique to you that displays the, mes the message that time matters or time is of the essence. Uh, meaning, let's say you're a musician and uh, you, uh, so you see a symbol uh, of a metronome, um, which is a device used by musicians to keep time, or perhaps you see a conductor of an orchestra. Those could be specific to you as symbols of time is of the essence, so indeed pay attention. Also, keep in mind that holidays, if you're dreaming about holidays, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, a person's birthday, 
these can also be indicators of time for you. Even symbols like uh, Christmas trees or uh, strong fall colors, uh, sports, football, hockey, right? We know that these are at a yearly time uh, throughout the year. So this for you could be an alert to very specific time-oriented kind of event or an alert to you that you're having this kind of um, precognitive dream to help you determine an approximate period for a, a, a future event manifesting. Okay, finally on this topic of uh, visual symbols to identify the precognitive dream, be mindful of meeting people in your dreams who you have never met. Yet later in waking life, when you do meet these people, they were exactly as you saw them in your dream. Perhaps even down to the same clothing uh, that you saw in your dream. Those That can be symbols as well. Uh, so what someone is wearing. Okay, sounds and voices to identify this very powerful dream. Pay very special attention to that last dream right as you wake. If you've read the previous dream series, you've already learned this. This is a reminder to you then. So often you will wake hearing a, a song or a few words and it's not attached to an image or symbol. It's something you're hearing. So if this happens, listen up. <laughs> no pun intended there. Uh, pay attention. There's a reason you're waking with this echoing in your mind. This is your subconscious requesting you to listen. Listen to the dream, pay attention, and it is a clue of a connection to your daily life and what's ahead. Also, be very mindful of listening to the words or the song, whatever it is that you hear, exactly as they come in and avoid any kind of assumptions. Emotional cues. All right. If you have a strong emotional urgency to pay attention to the dream, then this dream may also be suggesting time is of the essence and that it may be presenting in your daily conscious life. An example may be a dream of a birthday cake or someone's birthday where you have lots of feelings of excitement or joy or anticipation and especially intense emotion. You can identify this emotion-filled dream as it very often will come amidst many placid or calm uh, uh, dreams, uh, dreams where there's not a lot of feeling. So the emotional intensity of the dream is easily noticed. It actually also may repeat, and we'll talk about that uh, a little bit uh, later here in our segment. Um, okay, let's move into that last dream. That last dream before you wake. It's an important one, as we've already talked about today. This is in part because it's a dream that we remember. We wake up and, oh, I'm remembering my dream. So this is actually your subconscious being very intentional 
and giving you a clear indication that information in this dream is useful. Now this doesn't mean that other dreams earlier in your sleep or as you fall into sleep are not precognitive. So do still look at those earlier dreams. But this last one, if you're remembering it, make sure you're jotting down what's coming in. And uh, any signs, symbols, anything at all, make note of that and pay attention. Okay, uh, repetition, repeating dreams. Repetition matters. Okay, dream events and dream symbols that repeat in a short time suggest the likely approach of a waking event connected to this dream. If the dream occurs two or three nights in a row and has intense emotion, most certainly listen up. Okay, uh, I like to call, um, as a former athlete and cyclist spending lots of time in the peloton, uh, I uh, like to mention here that these precognitive dreams are somewhat like that, just to the extent that they come in clusters or packs or herds. A group of cyclists, as many of you may know, is called a peloton. And so dreams are unique in this way as well. They, they don't always come one by one. Sometimes they come in a series. So as you notice one precognitive dream present, be on the lookout for more to follow. Okay, a couple more points on this uh, topic of identifying a precognitive dreams. We all have natural talents that are inherent to us. We, we specialize and we have expertise, music, uh, the arts, numbers, finances, um, athletes, uh, engineers, what, what have you. Uh, so uh, you, you may notice that your precognitive dream follows an area of your expertise. Over time of journaling your dreams of, of this nature, of this precognitive nature, you may have numerous dreams about finances, if, especially if you're involved in the financial investment industry, for example. A therapist or counselor who specializes in family events or relationships may receive precognitive events of this kind of nature on this topic. Also, some people, uh, and of course these are people who have really studied this and taken some time to uh, dissect their dreams to know this, some really tune into more uh, positive kinds of precognitive dreams and messages, and others see the more negative um, precognitive dreams. O over time, you may even notice that an area of specialization, your expertise area, actually does expand or changes. And that happens because you grow and your interest changes. Okay, um, we're also very prone to curiosity in our dream space. So what we dream of often interests us. Like the emotion-filled precognitive dream, the curiosity-filled dream gets our attention uh, equally as much. So you're going to notice these unique dreams are all about people or things that you want to know more about or are very curious about. 
All right, and as a final note, look for the odd dreams, the odd symbols or oddities about your precognitive dream. Did you have a dream of an interesting, unique object perhaps you've never seen before? And you wake up and it stays imprinted in your mind. Make note of that odd thing, whatever it is, object, person, place. Uh, make note of that. And that oddity is telling you that that may be presenting ahead, something that really stands out in a unique way. This oddity symbol or phenomena uh, suggests that our dreaming perception may recall more easily or pay attention to that uniqueness or odd, unusual aspect of a, a future place or event. Okay. All right, as we wind down today, just a couple tips about how you can also develop your ability to have precognitive dreams, uh, to be precognitive. First and foremost, keep a journal. In your journal, record and date each dream in detail. Sketching and drawing also counts. Sometimes we don't find words or emotions or images or even sounds. We want to just draw. You can capture it in this way. Uh, your dream can be captured in this way. Also be very mindful of coming back to your dream later and studying them. And this is where people tend to fall short when they're, when they're working on dreams. Uh, you don't remember it. You let it, you let it go, you make note, but you don't come back to it. And very often as you come back later to the dream and study it, the wisdom and the knowing of the symbols and so forth come at that juncture, right? You gotta, you gotta go back and look at it later to see, oh wow, that did happen, that did come to pass. Uh, also, you'll begin to analyze patterns of events and meanings of certain symbols. Naturally, that process happens as you begin to study your dream more and you may notice that you have repeat symbols, perhaps, that have meaning for you. Uh, next, I would suggest that you start lucid dreaming. This is going to open up the door to your dreaming space. It tells your subconscious, I'm ready to begin accessing my dreams and learning from them. You know lucid dream dreaming is that space in between before you fall asleep. So perhaps go take a nap, uh, meditate, be in the space of just allowing um, uh, your left brain to quiet and whatever is going to come in, uh, do so. In this space, you begin to open the door to a whole new kind of consciousness that encompasses things like out-of-body experience or astral travel um, and also allowing in that precognitive dream space and information. Okay, number three, be open and be receptive. Your subconscious will begin to send you signs and symbols and messages if you will listen. So you be especially tuned in and open to those heightened messages. Say, yes, subconscious, I'm here, I'm ready. And uh, your subconscious must listen to you. Okay, then you need to just be open and pay attention to any thoughts or feelings or sensations that do come in throughout your day. All right, everyone, we will call this a, an episode. 
I hope you've enjoyed it. It was a pleasure to create it and deliver it to you today. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please do reach out at mbeltran at michellebeltran.com. Have a great week, everyone. I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Hour with Michelle Beltran. If you like what you heard, please share our podcast with a friend and be sure to visit michellebeltran.com to get Michelle's popular Develop Your Clairvoyance ebook.